0: Well, hello everybody! Happy Fourth of July! It's time for our 7:14 July 4th uh, worship at sunset. We're doing a bonfire tonight, and the church family is gathering around the bonfire. We're going to sing some gospel songs and do a little Bible study and and uh, watch some Schoolhouse Rock videos. Bruce is here with the uh, with the trailer full of firewood and it's going to be a great time so if you're in town and you're looking for some time to kill before you watch the fireworks come on out to 4240 north perry park road uh here in the church parking lot we're going to have uh bonfire and some singing and it's going to be a great time so i'll share this link with somebody online um the pastor wayne h on facebook on youtube periscope twitter twitch linkedin instagram our various places. But this is going to be your five-minute warning, five minutes before we start singing, and uh, Bruce is getting the fire started. It's going to be a great, great time. So come on down, everybody, and join us for some sunset worship at Summit Church. everybody it's 714 plus good to see you guys you doing all right if we run out of folding chairs there's more inside in the big black cabinet behind the soundboard so hopefully i know my wife's bringing a few more camp chairs so yeah yeah We might as well tune you too while we're at it. That's pretty good. Yep. That one's a little sharp. All right. So no mandolin? No mandolin? You got shy? Okay. Well, we're gonna start singing now, and if you feel so inspired, you go grab it. It's all in the key of G, and we are streaming online to our various networks uh, right now. So, hello Facebook, hello YouTube, hello Periscope, Twitter, hello internet world. You should leave your house sometime and do some stuff outdoors. Come to church in person. That's my opinion. But uh, if you, this is your only way to watch, we understand. But God bless you. Happy Independence Day. Aren't you glad to live in a free country where we can worship in the way we choose? Right? Study the Bible. We don't have to worry about being arrested for believing in Jesus and telling people about the Lord. Isn't that good? And uh, those freedoms should not be taken for granted. And so we're going to we're going to start with one of my favorites. God bless America, my home sweet home. I think most of you know that one.
1: God bless America Land that I love Stand beside her And guide her Through the night with the light from above From the mountain To the prayer
0: to live here, right? What a gift Colorado is, right? Our home, the freedoms we enjoy. Let's just give thanks here for America and for this night. Father, we love you. We worship you as we sing and as we study your word tonight a little bit and then as we watch a couple patriotic videos and Set off a few fireworks (laughs) and burn a fire, Father. I pray that we would stay safe. but More than anything, you would keep us in your care. And Lord, we are so grateful for the freedoms that we enjoy. I pray that we would not take them for granted. And that, Lord, we would use those freedoms that you've given us for good and not for evil. That, Lord, the liberties you give us would be used to be the greatest blessing we can to the people around us and that this nation would bless all the other nations as well and lord we just thank you for independence thank you for freedom in jesus name amen. Amen. amen amen well this one is called undignified and so it's it's sort of a it's sort of a clapper sort of a dancer sort of a jump around her so whatever you want to do you feel free ready
1: I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king I can help hindering the passion in my soul I will dance, I will sing to be mad for my king Nothing, Lord, is hindering the passion in my soul And I'll become even more undignified than this Some may say it's foolishness, but I'll Right at the side. Alright, so there's a part in the song where we go, na 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 na, hey. So it's na 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 hey. Right, okay? Let's try it, let's practice that part. Ready? Na 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 na, hey, na 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 hey, na 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 hey, na 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 na, hey, na 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 na, na na hey. na 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 na. I will dance, I will sing to be made for my Nothing Lord is the ring, passion in my soul I'll become even more dignified than it Some may say it's foolishness But I'll become even more dignified than it Lay my pride at the side Na 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 na, hey na 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 na, nah. hey hey nah. Hey na 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 Hey na 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 Hey na 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 Hey na 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 na, na. Hey, na in my soul I will dance I will sing to be made for my kids nothing Lord is hindering It's passion in my soul and I'll become even more undignified than this. some may say it's foolishness but I'll become even more undignified than this. lay my pride last time last time no 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 Hey 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 <laughs> Hey no 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 It's all for you my girl Nice
0: nice not bad for sitting down So are we going to light a fire here or are we waiting for it to get dark yeah, go ahead Bruce let's let's light a fire Are you having fun? It's good to be outdoors singing a little bit and playing, right? Alright, I, I have my set list, but I have to keep looking in my pocket because I don't want it to blow away. I could have nailed it to the ground, I guess. Alright, this one, one of my favorites, just talks about how much God loves us. And that, um, you know, the feelings of patriotism that we have for America are pretty great. But you know, it's God and country. It's God and then country, right? And we're thankful to God that he gave us this country. But one day, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, right? All the nations of the world will become submissive to one nation, one God, one kingdom. It's going to be the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever and ever America is gonna come to an end one day but the kingdom of God is gonna go on forever and ever and ever amen Amen. the Roman Empire came to an end the Persian Empire came to an end (laughs) you name every empire kings and kingdoms will all pass away but there's something about the name of Jesus right and what's so special about god is that not only is he all powerful and all knowing and all all present but he's all loving he's gracious and not only does he just love everybody but he loves you personally he's in love with you he's trying to break into your world and demonstrate to you that he'll do whatever it takes for you to come to him so this one is about his love. We're down two frets.
1: He is jealous for me. Love's like a hurricane. I. Am My glory, I realize just how beautiful you are now Rachel.
0: as we just sit in creation and sing to you, Lord, it's just amazing. We hear you and the birds singing. We hear you and feel you in the wind. We look at the mountains and we think about all of creation that you have made. And Lord, I don't know how anyone can look at all of you have made and say there cannot be a God. There is none so blind as though who refuse to see because you have made yourself known through everything that you've created. Not only did you make yourself known, but Lord, at a time like this during the day and the sun's going down, you paint the sky with orange and pink and purple and all the different hues of the rainbow, Father. It's just amazing. Every night is like a masterpiece. And I think all of creation, you're trying to tell us that you love us. (laughs) you do anything for us. You already have, you've given us your Son. You've made a way for us to be reconciled to you, not through keeping the law, but through believing in your son and trusting in his name. So Lord, help us to be people that, that rest on the grace that you've offered, and to be people of your word. God, I thank you for this property. I thank you for this church building that we've been able to be in this year. It was a 714 prayer meeting, just like this one. In January that you open the door for us to be here. and I just feel like there's something real special about this 714 prayer and worship meeting. You're gonna to speak to some folks here tonight both in the circle and maybe some of those who are online streaming and watching tonight. Holy Spirit just prepare our hearts, soften us to hear your message and your truth. Be the people you want us to be. In Jesus name. go to the next one see what else we got here oh yes
1: yes yes
0: mountains are still being moved
1: all right oh we got the mandolin
0: anything in g anything in g sir just go nuts go
1: nuts still what you do bodies are still being raised bodies are still being raised giants giants are still being slain god we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do we are here Still being mountains, are still being moved, strongholds are still being moved. God, we believe, yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. Bodies are still, bodies are still. Miracles happen when you move. Miracles happen.
0: do something a little different. I've got a a map of America and just call out what state you were born in. Missouri, Texas, Colorado, Michigan, Washington, Wisconsin, Colorado. Here's what I want to do. Whoa! I don't want to drop my guitar but I did anyways. We're going to, I want you <laughs> to pray for the state of your birth. All right. And even if it's just a couple sentences, that's fine. But I think it's to be really good for us to, to pray for our, these United States, because we sure could use it. Couldn't we? Amen. <laughs> yes. And um, if you know something special about your state, throw it in the prayer. Does That sound good. Father, we uh, we lift up to you our country, the land that we love. And we're asking you to bless America. I pray, Lord, you bless my my place of birth, Michigan, Father. Detroit, Lansing, all these cities, and with so many problems, and whether it's with unemployment or the closure of factories or just political division, Father, I pray you'd. Bless the state of Michigan, both the Upper Peninsula and the Lower Peninsula. And help folks there to know and experience your love. In Jesus' name. Let's just pass it around. I'm going to bring the mic around so they can hear us online, too. Do you want to pray for Colorado? Sure, yeah. Go ahead, Ron. Uh, yeah. born and raised right here in Colorado, so dear Lord, we
2: just uh, pray for Colorado and everybody in, it in this beautiful weather. We praise you in Jesus'
3: name.
0: Amen. Amen. What state were you born in, Johnny? New Jersey. New Jersey, come on.
3: Okay, so, um, dear God, uh, I do pray for New Jersey that we all may find you somehow, some way down in that state and wherever it's needed across the globe, Lord. We love you. Thank you for our independence. And thank you that we're blessed to have you in guiding us through our daily lives and how you guided us to our freedom.
1: Amen.
2: I was born in misery.
0: All right, well, let's show me a prayer for misery. Dear Father, I ask that you be with uh, the whole state of Missouri, give them uh, peace and understanding and bring them together in harmony. We ask that you would just cover them with a protection from you, from the evil one. We thank you for all that you do and all that you bless them with, amen. Washington, you? Yes. Plenty of things to pray for for Washington.
2: Dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity to come to you today. Lord, we know that Satan is swirling around this world, messing with the minds of people, telling everyone lies. And Lord, we just ask that the state of Washington and the people there will come to you and, and know that Satan is messing with them. And Lord, we pray for the salvation from the governor on down. Lord, we just thank you that that state will come to know you better. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: If you don't feel comfortable, Rand, you don't have to either. But uh, if you're if you're comfortable, where are you born, Lisa? Missouri.
2: Oh, same place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You want to yeah.
0: pick another one? Maybe oh. Arkansas or one that we haven't said yet.
3: Montana. Uh, I, Montana. Montana. There Montana. You go. Oh, Father, <clears throat> I pray for Missouri and Montana. And just all the states, We're, our, tr- our country is in in trouble and we need your help and I just pray that uh, we as Christians would stand up and uh, fight for uh, you and to put you back in our government and our schools and our lives. I, I don't think so many of our children in this nation don't know you. And we need to <clears throat> speak of you and be bold and help us to do that. Help help those in Montana to do that. Uh, we just thank you, Father, for loving us and for showing us the way and help us to show others the way. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I'll
0: flip it around so you can take your pick. Bruce, we already prayed for Colorado, so pick another one there.
2: All right. So you did already in Michigan. They yep. treated me pretty good. <laughs> so, Well, I'll actually pray for California. There you go. Uh, California, as everybody says, is where the fruits and nuts start. <laughs> and uh, it also gave me my entire career. And it was all because they actually uh, taught me to be honest, true, and very uh, emotionally involved with the church. And that all came from Los Angeles and I will never forget them. And I hope this country starts getting together as a team working towards a wonderful life for all. I was very pleased that even though the 70% wasn't made, I was absolutely amazed we did do 67%. And now a lot of people are starting to get involved again in this vaccination run. We need to get through this pandemic. As most of you know, my son had a stroke because of it, Mm. and he's recovering. And with that, I pray for everybody here, and thank you for having this service out here. Amen. Well, you want to pray for Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Here you go.
3: Lord, I just pray that you will use this hard time. So many people are struggling and suffering because of it. We pray that you will just use this time to help people turn toward you for the strength and encouragement that is needed and for supplying the needs. Lord, I just pray that you will, you've always used bad things to bring good things, and we just pray you'll do that for the people in Wisconsin. Yes, Amen. Lord. Amen.
0: You wanna pray for Pick a State and pray for one? You're Colorado people, aren't you? No, nope. I'm from Texas. You're from Texas? Oh Texarker. thank God. God bless Texas. <laughs> Let's pray for Texas. Do you want me to pray with you or
3: if you want to but, Sure. But but I, I can pray too.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: You know, I I learned a lot about God when I was a kid growing up. And I I my folks didn't go to church, but if any kid invited me, I would go. That's awesome. And that's how I started. Yeah. And, and so I I have God here. I've had there forever. Yeah. And I had a dream one time that this light was gone, and I went with it. And God says, go back i'm not done with you yet. wow and he's not done with me yet that's right and, and there every now and then i would get t- little tired and because of my heart and stuff and i said i said, down one day and i said god aren't you done with me yet and i heard nothing back and my son my oldest son he says you know what you are a the one that entertains all people you keep
0: them happy that's right what's your first name
3: again sonia
0: all right sonia let's pray for texas what city in texas were you from amarillo amarillo all right father we thank you for sonia and for amarillo texas and all the other big cities there for houston and dallas and austin and el paso and fort worth and galveston all the major cities father we know that Texas is a mixed bag, but I know it's about a third of our whole nation's economy. And Lord, there's a lot going on in Texas. Lord, I pray you'd protect them through all the difficulties they've been in. Bless them, Lord, and keep them safe in your care. We thank you for Texas and Texans. Thank you for Sonia, in Jesus' name. Want to pick one and pray yes, for one? Yes,
1: sir. No, I'm an Okie.
0: An okey. Let's pray for Oklahoma. There and you go.
1: i tell you what, I miss the cotton fields and picking cotton. And <laughs> I'm glad I have up here. I don't have to pick cotton. <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: Uh, I have pulled a, many of sacks and then I was in the Air Force and that's when I met my wife in Amarillo, Texas.
0: So uh, thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done for us it's been a long trip and it's been a wonderful trip and we're still looking forward for another 20 years so anyway or more thank you jesus amen amen bless oklahoma lord want to pick one and pray for one
1: well and i'm from amarillo texas because that's where they were when i was born so i'm gonna take arkansas because i spent some amazing wonderful years there and have my beautiful children and I pray for Arkansas through all their storms, whether it's political or nature or or religious or any anything. It's uh, some beautiful people, and we know we have a lot of people that need to come to the Lord. And just pray for Arkansas and all the states and all the all the kids, as she said, that need to to learn, to need to learn more about God and Jesus. And I fear for our children someday. Yeah. that we all get stronger through this. Yes, amen, amen.
0: Camera Max, you wanna pick one and pray for one? Sure. Why don't you come over closer so the people online can hear you. Okay.
3: So I'm from Wisconsin, but it's already been prayed for, and I'm thankful for cheese and paper <laughs> and milk. <laughs> and me. But I will pray for Minnesota and Tennessee Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up uh, Minnesota and Tennessee, and God, I pray that that people from those states would know you and uh, go after you, and I pray that you would bless them and that you would keep them, and that you'd keep them in good health, and that you'd draw them close to you. In your name, amen.
0: Yes, Lord, amen. Feel comfortable praying for picking one and praying for one? Well, I'm not much of a prayer, but I'll do something. <laughs> all right, I'm sure. from Colorado, and I'd like to pray for the folks in Florida. And awesome. Awesome. Dear Father, I'd like to, to pray that, that you put your arms around the folks that are going through all the troubles, especially the folks that um, are in that building that yes. they collapsed. It just seems to keep going and going and going, and I just pray that you just wrap your arms deep, deep, deep around them and get them through where they need to be. In Jesus' name I pray.
3: Thank you. Amen. Amen. So I was born in Missouri as well. So I will pick Oregon where my sister lives. There you go. And just hope for peace and unity in that state.
0: Amen. Amen. Bless the Oregonians, Lord. Bruce, you wanna pick one? Hey, were you, you you've been tra- you've traveled quite a bit with the military and stuff. I'm sure there's some place that we haven't prayed for you've been to. Wyoming. There we go.
1: Yes, that God forsaken <laughs> land up north. Pray for that windy
0: state of Wyoming, Lord. It's beautiful in the northwestern corner, and I've got a lot of people and friends and stuff
2: from there. I've delivered a lot of explosives and stuff all over these United States, but uh, Wyoming has always been kind of fun to me, and uh, I've got some special friends all over that state. So pray for all of them. Keep them safe. Yes, Lord. Give them strength. Yes, God. Amen.
0: Amen. That's my man. Maria, you want to pick one?
3: Okay, I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> there you go. We'll
0: let you touch this bottom corner over here. Is it it <laughs> there? not there. You're just going to have to pray for tiny it. Tiny little island yeah, somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so
3: um, I'm going to pray for all my family, my cousins, aunts, and everybody that's there, the whole tiny
1: little island. Um, I pray when it's hurricane season, God has mercy on them and doesn't shake the island too much. <laughs> and just um, keep everybody in good health
0: in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, Lord, we pray for all the states that we did not name by name. We pray that Lord, you would just bless these United States of America. And Lord, may Christians and believers and churches arise in every state and demonstrate the love of Jesus. And that Lord, whatever the enemy is meant for evil, you would turn it around for our good. And Father, we thank you for the many blessings it is to, that we experience in this country. So bless the rest of our night in Jesus name. Amen. 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 It's good, right? We could, we could take all night and pray for our country. There's plenty of things to pray for. Let's, uh, let's sing one more. And then I've got a little Bible study and, uh, Bruce, that fires smelling good. I like that. That pine wood. It burns quick it dries out fast doesn't it you know I love the song that uh, that says your love never fails it never gives up it never runs out on me there are a lot of people that would abandon their principles that would run away from problems or even run out in our country but thank God he never turns his back on us even though sometimes we might turn our back on him but uh, let's sing that one together We are the great. bible verse unless you've got it handy you're good all right i got it tim i got it it's a holiday we'll let tim have the night off july 4th the highlighted verse comes from psalm chapter 2 verse 1 and 2 and this is really appropriate actually why are the nations so angry why do they waste their time with futile plans the kings of the earth prepare for battle The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Isn't that something? Nations rage against the authority of heaven. Have you noticed? There's there's God's authority and yet people want to do whatever they want to do. But in the end, God's plans are the plans that are going to prevail. So that's pretty powerful stuff. I'm going to put my guitar down. We'll do a little mini Bible study here tonight. And then, anybody remember this? Oh, thank you. You guys remember the Schoolhouse Rock videos? Remember those back in the day? Anybody know? Like, uh, I'm just a Bill. I'm just about sitting here on Capitol Hill. Remember that? I pulled up the Schoolhouse Rock educational videos. They're about three minutes long each. And if you stick around, we'll put them on the screen. I also have a few amateur fireworks so we can set some of those off too before we leave. But, uh, I mean, isn't it nice to like worship before we watch fireworks? That's kind of, maybe this should be a new tradition. But uh, if you have a Bible, turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter three, and I'm just gonna sort of give an, a quick overview um, from where we were. Paul, I left you in Corinth, and he was talking about the controversies in the early church where they were saying, one says, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. Another one says, I follow Christ. And he says, hey, is Christ divided? Did did I, Paul, die for your sins? Were any of you baptizing in the name of Paul? He goes, no, no, you, we're, we're all one in Christ Jesus. And so picking up here as Paul continues to teach the church in Corinth, um, it's pretty, pretty uh, telling that... People don't change much. People are pretty much still the same. We click up on teams, we get behind a certain leader, and we say, this is the person I follow. Well, that's the person I follow. Well, this is what I believe in, and uh, that's garbage. I believe this, right? Come on. They were doing the same thing in the early uh, church as well. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5, actually verse 7, well, I'll stay with 5. It says, after all, who is Apollos and who is Paul? We're only servants Uh, God's servants through whom you believe the good news each of us did the work the Lord gave us I planted the seeds in your hearts Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering What is important is that God makes the seed grow the one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose and both will be rewarded for their hard work For we are both God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. So the church, even though it's nice that we have a building now, right? You know that's not the church? Where is the church? Right here, right here. Right, we are His people gathered in His name. Where two or three are gathered in His name. There I am in the midst of them, Jesus says. So the church is people. We, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So where, where I go, where you go, we bring the presence of God with us. We bring the Word of God with us. We bring the incarnation of Christ with us. We're the hands and the feet of Jesus. Hopefully, we're having our minds renewed and we're becoming more like Jesus every day by being transformed by the renewing of our minds so that when we walk in the room, we're bringing Jesus with us. And that's much more powerful than an earthly institution. Because that building, you could knock it down. You could burn it down. You could destroy a human institution. You can't, get, you can't destroy the eternal incarnation of Christ living inside of living people, right? You could take my Bible away, but you can't take Jesus away from me and my mind and my heart. You can't. You could take every, all my worldly possessions, but I'll still have Jesus. I'll still have the Word. I'll still have his presence, even if you took everything from me. Amen. And I hope that you feel the same way about Christ. And so Paul is saying you got to keep the important things at, at the priority. So looking in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, he says, So look at Apollos and me, Paul, as mere servants of Christ, who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. As for me, it matters very little how I might be evaluated by you or by any human authority. I don't even trust my own judgment on this point. My conscience is clear, but that doesn't prove I'm right. It is the Lord himself who will examine me and decide. So don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time before the Lord returns, for he will bring our darkest secrets to light and he will reveal our private motives. Then God will give to each one whatever praise is due. They're so always saying, it's not its not about personalities, it's not about the approval of people, it's about the approval of God, it's about living to please Him and Him alone. That's really hard to do when, you, if you're a normal, you know, like American, because we're always trying to make people happy, right? Always trying to keep the peace and hopefully, hopefully I can make you like me, right? We always want to be liked. But God says it's not so important about what people think of you. It's much more important to get God's approval, and so he he does begin to bring correction to uh, the church here in Corinth because there there was some corruption going on within the church, and so he talks to them pretty pretty heavy-handedly, talking about how they need. To stay holy and it says i'm not writing these things to shame you i warn you as before as beloved children for even if i had ten thousand others to teach you about christ you have only one spiritual father for i became your father in christ jesus when i preached the good news uh, of jesus to you so i urge you to imitate me and he says that's why i've sent Uh, Timothy says, some of you have become arrogant thinking that I will not visit again, but I will come and soon if the Lord lets me and I will find out whether these arrogant people just give pretentious speeches or whether they really have God's power. There were people who were in the early church called the Judaizers who were following Paul around. As soon as Paul would leave a church, they would swoop in and go, we know Paul said all this, but here's what you really need to do to be a real Christian. You have to convert to Judaism. You have to be circumcised. You have to keep the Old Testament law. And then Jesus will accept you. Well, that's not the gospel, is it? That's that's the gospel plus a bunch of other things. But Jesus doesn't need a bunch of other things. He doesn't mean need our religion. He just needs our wholehearted trust and faith, our simple childlike belief. And as we believe in him, he begins to change our hearts. And we start to live holy, just by a natural outgrowth of maturity of becoming more like christ so he continues and he he begins to talk about a very uncomfortable topic to the to the church in corinth and because these greek christians were so they were so glad to be saved they were so glad that god had forgiven them of their sins they they began to flaunt their liberty in God. They said, Oh, isn't it great that we're so tolerant? We'll put up, you know, the God has forgiven everything and we will just forgive everything and anything's okay. And it became sort of an, uh, an uh, every, it was sort of like the brakes came off the train and the, the church got a little crazy and they were tolerating a man who was in a sexual relationship with his mother-in-law and an incestuous relationship. And here's what he says in 1 Corinthians 5. He says, I, Paul, can hardly believe the report about sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I'm told that a man in your church is living in sin with a stepmother, stepmother, but you are so proud of yourselves, but you should not be, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame. You should remove this man from your fellowship. Even though I'm not with you in person, I'm with you in spirit. And as though I, I were there, I have already passed judgment in this man. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the church, and I will be present with you in, his, in spirit, so the power of the Lord Jesus. So you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan, so that his sin nature will be destroyed, and he himself will be saved on the day of the Lord's return. So you're like, oh, isn't it great? We just, we can put up with any behavior in this church. It's okay. You can do whatever you want, and it's all covered. Well, it's not covered if you don't repent. It's not forgiven if you're not remorseful and trying to turn from your sin. And he says, "We need to cast this guy out and and treat him you know with as his sins deserve. And hopefully he'll re- repent and stop living in a sexual relationship with his stepmother." And so he says, when I wrote to you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or or cheat people or worship idols. You'd have to leave this world in order to avoid people like that. I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer and yet indulges in sexual sin, or is greedy, or worships idols, or is abusive, or is a drunkard, or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. You see, when if someone claims to be a Christian, but they go on living in blatant sin, they need to come under the church discipline. Now, unbelievers who come in, they don't claim to have any knowledge or faith in the Lord Jesus. Of course, they're going to behave that way. You know, sinners sin. You know that, right? It's the It's in the job description. Sinners sin, but Christians are supposed to be transformed in their new nature to begin begin to change the way they behave, be to act differently. And so if a Christian says they believe, but they're living in blatant sin, they need to repent, and they certainly shouldn't be in a position of leadership until they get those sin issues under control. Now, some people go, that's so judgmental. Well, I didn't write it. The Apostle Paul wrote it. Okay, and we're still trying to run today's church based on what what this book says, because this book has the right answers. And so he says, the highlighted verse in this particular chapter in my one year says, it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it is certainly your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but as the scriptures say, you must remove the evil person from among you. So the best way I can describe this is liberty in areas of sin is actually not liberty. People think, oh I'm, I have sexual liberty. Actually you've enslaved yourself to sexual sin. It's the opposite of liberty. You know a person who has a, a pornography problem or, an, or some kind of sexual addiction, that's not liberty. That's mental enslavement to a sexual stronghold. You know a person who's truly alcoholic That's not liberty. Oh, I can drink as much as I want and go out as much as I want and do whatever I want. Jesus loves me anyway. Yes, he loves you and he loves you too much to let you continue in your drunkenness. He wants you to put put a cork in the bottle and say, no, I'm I'm done with that. I'm not going to let alcohol be an idol in my life and still claim to be a Christian. If Jesus is number one, I'm not going to let booze be more important than Jesus. Come on. Amen. Amen. If God is number one, he needs to be number one. Not like just sort of on the list, like just sort of Sundays and when I feel like it. No, no. He said, God says in the, in the Old Testament to Moses, hear o Israel, the Lord our God is one. You shall have no other gods before you. I'm a jealous God. So if God's not number one, he's not even on the list. <laughs> right. So, if you claim you're a Christian, but you have other things that are more important than God, then that's called idolatry. Hello, puppy. Are you visiting? This is my. This is. This is. This is Louis Hansen. He's an extended member of the family. He thinks he's a person. Louis, sit down where all the people are sitting down. He's a little pagan. Anyways. So it's our job to deal with sin, both in our own lives and within the church. And that might feel uncomfortable to you, but it's how a church stays healthy. It's how leadership in a church stays healthy. And how it's how we become the kind of Christians that when other people come in and say, how do you do this thing? How do you live for God? That we actually have some credibility because we're walking the talk. We're talking the walk. What we say is also what we're doing. We have integrity. We truly are who we claim to be and so that's huge. So then that brings us to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and he talks about, he says speaking about disputes in the church. There were Christians in Corinth that were taking each other to court. They were suing each other. Have you ever, you ever seen people sue each other over lawsuits or business suits or libel suits? Well this was happening in the church in Corinth. They were suing each other but they were going before the pagan magistrates these magistrates that worship the foreign gods that were, didn't believe in Jesus at all. And Paul is saying, Hey, Hey, don't you realize that you Christians one day, you're going to judge the angels. You're going to, you're going to be in the judgment seat with Christ and you're going to, you're going to judge the major disputes of uh, the judgment seat. So if you, if you are going to one day judge the angels, you certainly should be able to work out the disputes among you without taking each other to before pagan, a pagan judge says you should work these things out amongst yourselves within the church. In other words, arbitrate whatever disputes you might have within the church family. And how much much money would we save by not paying the lawyers, right? If we Christians would just work it out amongst ourselves and say, no, I'm not going to sue you over this. I'm either just going to forgive it or we're going to arbitrate some sort of uh, happy medium where maybe none of us get everything that we want but we all walk away with something that, that resembles fairness, fairness or justice. And he says, if you, can't, if you can't handle those disputes, how in the world are you going to handle the really important matters, the really uh, big things that matter uh, for Christians? And he so he talks about, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? This is 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Don't fool yourselves, those who indulge in sexual sin or worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves, greedy people, drunkards or abusive or cheating people. None of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Some of you were once like that. But you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of God. And you say, I'm allowed to do anything. But not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. You say food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. This is true. But someday God will do away with both of them. You can't say that our bodies were made for sexual immorality. They were made for the Lord. And the Lord cares about our bodies. And God will raise us from the dead by his power just as he raised the Lord Jesus from the dead. Don't you realize that your bodies are actually parts of Christ? It's not just your spirit that belongs to God. Your whole life belongs to God. Your time, your talent, your treasure, your mind, all of your possessions. All of you belongs to God. Not just the little parts that you surrender. When you've been bought by God, you you belong to him, lock, stock, and barrel. So we shouldn't unite ourselves with sin, but we should do our best to avoid sin. He says in verse 19 don't you realize your body is the temple of the holy spirit who lives in you is given to you by god you do not belong to yourself for god bought you with a high price so you must honor god with your body and then i'll finish with this chapter chapter 7 and then he talks about marriage and should you marry should you not marry and there's lots of questions about that and there's even controversy in in the church should you be celibate, you know, if you could really dedicate yourself to God wholeheartedly, maybe you should never marry. Well, Paul kind of answers this in a very simple way. He says, if a person can't control himself sexually, he should marry. If, if he's going to burn with lust, then he probably needs a spouse, right? But if that's an, an area of your life where You can live in a celibate way and devote yourself completely to God without the distraction of a sexual relationship, then you should do that. Let each person be content in the situation that God has placed them in life. And if it's the gift of a spouse and of a family and and children, then receive that gift with gladness. But if it's the gift of singleness, because some people I think have just the gift of doing okay, being by themselves, and they're content to be alone then they should embrace that as a gift, too. Whatever, however God has made you to be, just embrace it and say, okay, God, thank you that you gave me this ability, you know, to be a dad or to be a husband or to be single. And all of it, all of that is a gift from God. And he says in verse 32, I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. An unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. His interests are divided. In the same way, a woman who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in her body and spirit. But a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibilities and how to please her husband. I'm saying this for your benefit, not to place restrictions on you. I want you to do whatever is, whatever will help you serve the Lord best with as few distractions as possible. So, but if a man thinks that he's, he's treating his fiancee improperly, and will inevitably give in to his passion, let him marry her as he wishes, it is not a sin." So Paul is saying, embrace who you are and if you know your own appetites and who you are as a person sexually, then make your decisions about marriage and unity based on your proclivities sexually. Pretty simple, right? And you go, oh pastor, I didn't know we were going to talk about sex on July 4th. Well. Happen to be in the text tonight. Happen to be in the text. So I don't avoid anything in the Bible. I don't avoid anything in the Bible. And neither should you. Because the whole counsel of the scriptures are given for our good. And I don't pick and choose the parts I want to teach or the ones that I, I think are fun to talk about. I, I, I try to pull the, the most important things that bubble up to the surface and are most applicable to us as believers in the church. Right? and you should do the same when you read the bible go what have god what are you trying to teach me through what I read today and he will teach you he'll show you what you should do so that's what I have tonight in the bible study and uh, we might sing a little bit more but um, I'm glad you came tonight and uh, I hope i yes blessings very good we'll we'll fire out the projector and light some fireworks here this, this group is small enough we could have a little bit of discussion um, around <clears throat> patriotism, the church, sexuality, freedom, liberty. Any thoughts Any thoughts that maybe bubbled up or questions that you, you want to maybe discuss or bring forward as we kind of bring things down tonight? My wife's shaking her head. What's that? I'm just glad I'm here. We're glad you're here too, Bruce.
2: Sure. all of this with all these wonderful people. That's right. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. You're hungry? Oh yeah, we got food, huh? So let's pray and eat. How about that? How about that? We'll close it out. Father, thank you for your word that always speaks to us. Help us to be a church that honors you with our behavior, thought, word, and deed, how we treat others, how we treat the scriptures. And Lord, help us to walk in such a way that, that, that brings glory to you and honor to your name. And if there's sin issues that we need to deal with, Lord, give us the grace and strength we need to begin to turn those things over to you and let your Holy Spirit transform us. So Lord, bless us the food tonight. Bless the rest of our fellowship time and the fireworks and the little films we show and just bless our fellowship in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's an offering can. If you want to put something in it, you can also give online. Go to MySummitChurch.com. Click the donate button. And uh, I think our feed made it here tonight online too. So glad you guys were with us online as well. And God's neat. Let's eat. The food is ready. So you direct us, Maria, what we're supposed to do.